0: see it coming, the podcast about brands that learn from the past, are looking to the future, and are profiting because of it today. I'm your host, Mark Stoiper. It's Christmas time, and I thought I would give you a bit of a Christmas brand treat. I went on CFAX 1070 Radio and chatted with the host, Mark Brené, just a short time ago, and talked about what brands and companies, and specifically retailers, can do not to ruin the Christmas spirit for consumers. Let's listen to the interview.
1: Wham, bam. Thank you, Wham. Uh, Is there a Christmas song that bothers you, one that makes you cringe? Maybe it sounds trite or lame. Jingle Bell Rock is one I hear a lot. Christmas Conga? By Cindy Lauper. Really? And there are also a bunch of funny ones out there, too. Check out this. This is called White Christmas by the Jingle Cats. Okay, So when you're shuffling through the shopping mall, maybe a little stressed with the lineups and the deadlines, the last thing you really need is to be annoyed like that (laughs) by whatever the stores are blaring through their speakers. Music is subjective, but is there a way merchants can use their Christmas music for good instead of evil? <laughs> Let's find out. With Mark Stoiber, he's a brand strategy consultant, a regular guest right here. He's an entrepreneur and the author of the fine book, Didn't See It Coming. Good afternoon, Marcus.
0: Thank you for having me. Merry Christmas.
1: I, uh, Merry Christmas. I know you like cats. What'd you think of that? I think it's
0: incredible. <laughs> you know what? That is exactly what we need when we're fuming with road rage, trying to find a parking spot or in the mall waiting in line. I love that.
1: So if you heard that in the mall, you'd probably just stop and chuckle? I think I just stop and chuckle and start dancing. Okay, but sometimes when you're in the mall, it's like, I, I feel bad for somebody working at the bay, for
0: example. Two words, two words, new country. New country? New country. New country Christmas. I have never heard anything worse. Oh, is that right? Yeah, the dog comes home, your wife loves you, and Santa Claus oh. is coming to There's nothing. There's nothing worse than a new country Christmas. Well, it
1: sounds uplifting, oh. but I'm thinking of uh, my days back at the bay in Ottawa in high school, in mean, university, and it was the same Christmas, maybe 10 or 12 or 14 songs that were repeated, Mm -hmm. and I just wonder (laughs) about the sanity of, you know, because it's the same... Several, several songs that well you hated. know
0: it, we came to this topic honestly every time i come in i want to mash up some stuff and i just thought tis the season yeah are there any brand tips for companies that are either running an office or retail operations like you at the bay uh and what could they do to build a stronger brand at christmas and lo and behold music came up first and you i think reflect what 99 percent of us feel we're tired our feet hurt we just want to go home and we hear jingle bell rock one more time, and we're gonna we're gonna do something irrational, right? So I, I I I went around on the internet, and I went looking at some brand experts and what they had to suggest for music, among other things. We can cover a bunch of other things, but I think one of the best ones is watch out for the Spotify, watch out for the Slacker, watch out for the music services. They're terrific. We have a fantastic streaming music now, so you don't ever have to think about it. But if you just hit generic Christmas, you're gonna be playing exactly what your neighbor is playing. And brands are all about differentiation. So think about what your store is about. If it's an Old Navy, it's uplifting its family. If it's a coastline sports, it's a little bit gritty and surfy. You know, you got a Tilly store. It might be a little more John Denver. And the nice thing is services like Spotify, they offer very, very specific subcategories under Christmas. So there's no reason why you have to play Jingle Bell Rock anymore. You know, another tip.
1: So tailor your music to your clientele.
0: That's a one. And the second one, you already mentioned it. You beat me to the punch. Don't make it a one-hour loop. A lot of people like to make their own tapes or they like to get a playlist. But that playlist, if that comes to end after an hour, remember, you're in a shoe store. Some ladies come into the shoe store. They might be trying on shoes for an hour. They hear the same song over and over again. They think you don't care. What else don't you care about, you know? Good point. That sends a brand message as well. Um, You know, you can change the tempo. This is a really, really interesting one I would not have thought of, but somebody at a sound house mentioned it. They said, you know, if you're playing grunge music or you're playing rock and roll or you're playing new country, what you want to do is throw an old Bing Crosby in there or throw in an Ave Maria. Throw in something that completely shakes up the tempo and causes people to go, what, 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 what? It makes people think. And it'll it's almost like a little reset button. It pauses it pauses everything and causes us to sort of refresh again. And finally, uh, if Christmas music isn't your brand... Don't play Christmas music. Oh,
1: could you do that this day and age? Could you have a store and not have Christmas music? I
0: don't know, but I think I think you could. I think you know what? If you want to, if you want to make your brand stand out, you could do something else. You know, you could you could play some you could play some schmaltzy music. You play elevator music. You play hard rock music. You don't necessarily have to play Christmas music. What about the volume? Volume. I think the volume should be kept moderate. I think if you're blaring people, remember, I don't know if you've ever worked at a trade show, but the white noise of people walking on the shop floor and things blaring out at you, it wears you down. It, it, it's, like, it's like going to work in a factory and hearing jackhammers pounding all day. Right. So where is wears you down. Keep it subtle, keep it discreet, but I think the most important one, mix it up so that people go, oh, oh, up down, up, right. down, fast, slow, louder, quieter, and don't subject people to the same song over and over again. You can just go down the mall and say, that I don't want to play anything that anyone within <laughs> a 500-meter circumference is playing.
1: I don't know if they do that, because if you go to malls, if mm-hmm. you go from store to store to store, you're going to hear not the exact same music, but there's a good oh, chance yeah. what you hear in the shoe store, you just heard over in, in, you know, in the and other store. And how does store. that make you feel?
0: Well, you're you know? right.
1: It makes, it's, it, it makes you feel like they don't care.
0: Yeah, and uh, you an got to think about, you know, that's, that's always something that I used to say to clients. You, as a consumer, if you saw your ad in the newspaper, would you think it's a good ad? But you, as a brand manager, uh, would you think it's a good ad? Now, if you're a consumer, you tend to like things that are a little bit riskier, a little more risque, a little more on the edge, a little yeah. bit more cheeky. As a brand manager or a store owner, you're going to go, oh, can't do that. What you just said, you can't, play, you can't not play Christmas music. Right. Well, of course you can.
1: Well, I think you've got to throw a couple of tunes in.
0: Oh, yeah. You can surprise people, can't you? But, or you can throw some really funky ones in. What about some medieval So some I'm going some some
1: to walk into MEC and they're playing Rage Against the Machine this time of the year? I, I don't think, think so. I think that
0: brings <laughs> another big message into it. You have to stick with your brand. Now, think about MEC. What are you thinking? You're thinking John Denver. You're thinking acoustic. You're thinking... You might even be thinking far-off travels. What do they play at Christmas in Hong Kong? What do they play in India? You know, think about that kind of stuff. What about some... World music. There's Christmas all over the world. Why not try something a little bit different? You know, can you imagine if you had? Uh, it's not just Christmas. Remember, it's Kwanzaa. It's it's also Hanukkah. It's Festivus. Uh, it's Festivus for the rest of us. Imagine if you played some Hanukkah music, some just some <laughs> exactly. good Jewish folk music, klezmer music. That would knock people on their butts. I and they would a great be great idea. They would be super it happy. It's it's happy music. What's wrong with that?
1: Okay, let's nobody gets hurt. Our, uh, we're gonna change topics and get into Christmas parties. Christmas party when we come back our guest is uh, Mark Stoiber he's a brand strategy consultant and entrepreneur and the author of the book Didn't See It Coming
0: Hi while we're waiting for the show to get going again I want to tell you about a new product I've developed specifically for entrepreneurs who need to build a brand but don't have the big bucks to pay an agency it's called branddiy.com that's b-r-a-n-d-d-i-y dot Check it out. Tell me what you think.
1: This is TJ on the organ. Brené here. Uh, That was uh, Blue Rodeo with Blue Christmas. They haven't started the vocals yet. I don't mind that song. We're talking about songs that we like or dislike at Christmas time. Ryan writes in While well, I love to go to church and hear the best performances of nativity related Christmas music, I find the same very music annoying in the malls. The venue cheapens the dignity of those songs not to mention disrespectful to other faiths. Uh, let's see. Alan writes, I would take Christmas music over the new garbage. That seems to be the norm of today. I avoid stores
0: that play top 40s. Um, so, Thoughts on that? I well, got a great thought. Well, I wouldn't... I got one thought. Go ahead. I got one thought. Um, what an awesome opportunity to engage your customers in November. You say the, we hate Christmas music too... Contest, but then you ask ask people. people, No, but what if you what if you ask people what would you like us to play? Right, you know. Hey, why don't you ask it? Why don't you tell us what you like to play, and we're going to be giving away a free sock, pair of socks, or a T-shirt, or whatever the the prize may be in the clothing store, because we want to listen to you and play the music that you want in here. We want this to be a fun festive place, not the same as everybody else. Yeah, what a great way to engage your customers you know ask people like this what they really think that's why
1: i've never seen you in a box you think outside of one
0: well yeah i've been in a box before i've <laughs>
1: Okay, let's talk about Christmas uh, parties. Parties, uh, some, yes. I, I love what you have to say here. Never, ever, 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 ever organize your Christmas party for after Christmas.
0: Never organize it after Christmas because then you're either too cool for Christmas and you're a hipster or you just forgot, like the 99% <laughs> of us, and then you got forgot. pressured into it, you know? Right. But I also think that planning a party for Christmas time is a bad idea because uh, it now it feels like you're ticking off a box again. You know, we were talking about Christmas cards where you have 100 signatures and it's has zero personality to it. It's the same thing with a Christmas party. It, you know, I don't know about you, but I've got uh, on average about one or two Christmas parties a night for the duration. Aren't you Mr. So-so I know. Butterfly? Well, no, no, it's eh, come on. No, they don't like me. They just feel they have to have me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, wouldn't it be cool? And I want to use an example. I want to do a shout out to my friends at Wave Audio Productions. It's a shop in Vancouver. It does They do radio commercials and stuff like that. And they have the best Christmas party ever. Happens around mid-November at a local club and they bring in all their voice talent who also happen to be stand-up comedians. And they have a comedy night. They shout for all the beer and wine and some great food. It's a kind of a dingy club. You can't kill someone to get an invitation to that thing. It is the best party of the year because It happens in the dead zone. Before Christmas, so everybody knows Christmas is coming, but far enough in advance so that nobody has any plans. What an awesome sign that they like you! you it's know?
1: a great idea to have it be like in, in that dead zone. In now. the dead zone, because you're right, people are busy, and now uh, like you've yeah. got family coming into your... Yeah. People have family coming in; they're rushing around doing their Christmas shopping. They've got other Christmas parties to go to, and now it seems like oh gosh, I got to go to this one. I you feel one.
0: obligated. You feel right. bad, and it adds a and little you bit look more pressure to it because yeah. it's cheapened. It cheapens it. It yeah. totally cheapens it. So I think yeah, if you uh, if you can do anything to bring the humor back into it, to lessen the pressure, that's what a good brand impression is. But we don't do
1: that anymore. I mean, the Christmas parties I used to have at radio stations, my goodness, the fun we would have. Now, there was more money Yeah, I read about that. I read about the fun you had. Right. Um, Nowadays, it's like, okay, let's not have any alcohol involved because Mm -hmm. no one wants to have a lawsuit. I Mm -hmm. get that. Uh, But it's always very Mm low-key. Government. I worked in government. They had a breakfast. Oh,
0: dear. Who wants a breakfast? Oh, dear. You know? You want to oh. have something at night. Well, I guess I'm not going to invite you for my breakfast then, this year. Well, I was going me, to.
1: Invite me for breakfast, but the night before.
0: The night before. Exactly. The beer breakfast the at 9 be- o'clock well, at night. Well,
1: this is it. But I mean, don't you think that we've gotten to this point, this uh, politically correct, uh, and it's also a financial thing. It's a financial where thing. Where m- more and more offices are having low-key Christmas parties, if at all.
0: And who says that they have to cost a lot of money? Think about it. If you have a lot of imagination, you throw it into something, why can't you have a crazy painting party? Why can't you have, a rock climbing thing. You know, you don't have to have booze necessarily. You can put people in the little putt-putt boats and have a crazy, you know, stand-up comic at this venue and that venue and invite them in for one beer at each venue. doesn't have to cost a fortune. I think imagination is what's lacking, not budget. You know, but we always fall back on the tried and true because we think Christmas is always a surprise, always catches us by surprise. Right. A little bit of planning, a little bit of brand centering, and, and I think we come up with something a whole lot better. So I want to finish off on one thing. I don't know if we have a whole lot of time left. We got. We got I'll give you four and a half minutes. You got four and a half <laughs> minutes. Let's talk about social media. Oh, do we have to? Let's talk about social media because at Christmas time it seems to go into overdrive, and it's all bullhorn. It's all shout, 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 shout.
1: Not if you're wise like me, you don't pay attention.
0: There you go, and that's what happens. Nobody pays attention now. I want to bring, I want to bring you an example from John Lewis, which is a a, a retailer in the UK, and um, and and there was a, a tweet that went out that says John Lewis is a lot cheaper than Amazon UK for some big Lego kits. Very tempting. That's what a consumer wrote. John Lewis, instead of saying, yes, come in now and buy it, they said, yes, that's me. Cheap and tempting. <laughs> you know what? That kind of thing just makes you smile and at Christmas, smiles are few and far between. People are grumpy. Get your humor People back.
1: People are grumpy. They're tense. They're meeting with family and then yeah. there's, there's the big scene at Christmas dinner.
0: Exactly. Oh, I got one more. <laughs> I got can't. one more if we Go have ahead. a little bit of time. This is a wonderful brand experience has happened to me. Uh, I was living in Germany and uh, a girlfriend and I went in to shop at a women's wear store. I can't imagine Anything worse to do, and you know that it happens at Christmas. What did they do? They brought me into the store, they sat me down, they took my jacket, they gave me a newspaper, and a glass of champagne. Nice! What does that cost? Doesn't cost a lot. You don't give out a lot of it, you give out one glass, but the gentleman sits down, and you know what happens? The girlfriend or the wife or the sig other can go wild because right. you know that your six-year-old boy, your husband, is well taken care of. You know they gave so that a...
1: way when she says, "Do I look fat in this?" You've you say, "No, no, no, an- no, no." You get keep... the answer because you've had a glass of champagne.
0: Well, you're you're feeling a whole lot better, <laughs> aren't you? You're feeling a whole lot better, and yes, I'm, I'm sure the answer is going to be a lot more colorful, even if it's not the right answer. Tell me about this Carlsberg beer ad that you were. You know what? Uh, you've got a newspaper open in front of you here, yeah. And we talked about uh, bad music in stores. Newspaper, magazine ads, social media, absolute lack of humor. What you want to do is show something that pleases you as a human being, not as a brand manager or a retailer. You know, I, I looked through. All you have to do is go to Google Image, best Christmas ads steal something from there. The great ad that I saw was a Carlsberg ad. The stem of the Christmas tree was a a, a yellow sleeve of beer and all the the needles on it were all the green caps off of a Carlsberg. That's it. There was another one, car ads. But what can you do with a car ad? Well, these guys took a single car and then shrunk it, shrunk it, shrunk it, shrunk it. So it formed like a pine tree. That's the whole ad. Nothing there, no big message, just makes you smile. Breath of fresh air, it's like sitting down with a glass of champagne. You know, it, it's the season where people try to yell at you and assault you, whether it's on social media, the music they play, the newspaper ads, what have you, and it makes you tense and nervous and grumpy, the opposite of good.
1: What I'm getting from you, the theme from what I'm getting from you, uh, is not just with music or cards or ads or how you're met and greeted uh, in a store, uh, is to be different.
0: To be different and stay consistent with your brand. You know, if you're a kid's store, that's a different kind of different than a men's store or an outdoor store like Mountain Equipment Co-op or a car showroom, right? Or a tech factory. But stay true to your brand, but Give it a second's thought because most of us just throw on the default, the status quo, because we can't think of something, and it hurts our brand, and it will hurt our sales.
1: So uh, on the whole, do you think more retailers hurt themselves or help themselves this time of the year?
0: Hurt. 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 Really, definitely yeah. hurt. There is so little imagination that goes into Christmas. Think about the competition that we just thought of, where in November we invite you in, you're at the till, and we say, you know, what kind of Christmas music would you like to hear? Because we're having a contest. Help us by giving us your favorite song that is not traditional, not sort of status quo, and we'll play it, and you'll be entered for a free pair of socks, or I don't know what, a ski toque. You know, think of that as a competition. Think of all the wonderful ways you could involve people at Christmas time. Imagine stocking stuffers. You go into a store. I just spent $100 with you. I give you a present. It's not a coupon to buy more, but it's something wrapped up and say, don't open this till Christmas. You know, it's a pair of shoes that you just bought. Well, it's a pair of socks that matches them. Oh, great touch. You know, and shoelaces. Shoelaces. It means (laughs) anything. It's nothing to you, but it means everything to me because you're giving me something from your heart, not just trying to drag me back. You've been listening to Didn't See It Coming, the podcast about brands that learn from the past, are looking to the future, and are profiting because of it today. I'm your host, Mark Stoiber. If you want to get a hold of me, drop me an email at, mark, M-A-R-C, at markstoiber.com. M-A-R-C-S-T-O-I-B-E-R.com. Have a good one.